Passion Narrative for this Palm Sunday begins with a cup that is offered and ends with a cup that is accepted. Welcome, friends, to Sipping on the Sabbath for this Palm Sunday as we begin the holiest of all the weeks of the year. I'm always amazed at how fast Lent goes by. It seems as though one day it's Ash Wednesday and the next day, wham blam, here we are. It's the beginning of Holy Week. So how has Lent been going for each of us? When we go to Mass this Sunday, Palm Sunday, we will hear the priest say the words of the opening greeting. He says that we have, over these last days of Lent, been preparing, preparing our hearts by penance and charitable works so that we can ourselves follow in the footsteps of Jesus and come to share in his resurrection and his life. Are we ready? Are we ready to accept the cup that is being offered to us in our life today? The cup, the particular cup that the Lord has for us in our life, am I willing to accept what is being offered to me. Jesus institutes the Eucharist. This is the beginning of the passion narrative that we have today from Matthew's Gospel. And he says to the disciples, after he took the cup, he gives thanks, he gives it to them, and he says to them, drink from it, all of you. This is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins your sins and mine. Later in the garden, Jesus will ask his father on three separate occasions that this very cup of suffering would pass him by. But ultimately, he accepts willingly to drink this cup, saying, not my will, but yours be done. And all the words, all the prayers, all the scripture readings that we're going to hear today on this Palm Sunday, who else were offered cups? What were these particular cups? And did they accept them or did they refuse them? I want to mention to you uh, a number of these particular cups. I'll give you the relevant scripture passages. And as, as we go through uh, the list of them, I just invite us to I guess, as it were, make an examination of our conscience, right? Am I accepting these particular cups that the Lord is offering to me? Or am I refusing these particular cups? And if that's the case, well, then today, my dear friends, is an incredible opportunity afforded to us by the Lord to repent, ask for forgiveness, and open our hearts to receive the grace to take up these cups and to drink from them. Which reminds me, I need some coffee in this cup <laughs> that is offered to me and I accept it. Praise God. So what are these cups that are offered to us by the Lord? Well, first we have the cup of cooperation. We see the disciples cooperating with the Lord. Go into the village, Jesus says, and you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her untie them and bring them to me. So they did. Later, he would say, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house. So the disciples did. The owner of the colt 
the master of the house cooperated with the Lord, drank from this cup of cooperation. Later, when Jesus is carrying the cross through the streets, the Roman authorities put into work Simon of Cyrene to help Jesus carry his cross. That was a spontaneous cup that was offered to Simon of Cyrene. And one can imagine how his whole life changed after that. Having this, again, personal encounter with Jesus, helping carry the same cross that Jesus carried in order to die upon to save you, to save me, and to save Simon of Cyrene. The cup of cooperation is being offered to me. Am I accepting it? The cup of obedience. Matthew tells us that the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. What would you do if someone said to you, hey, you know what, go down the street there and get that guy's donkey and bring him to me. You think, well, wait a minute, what's this all about, right? Or go up to some random guy in the street and say, yeah, and Jesus wants to stay at your house tonight. Would we do that? Maybe we would hesitate, not want to drink the cup of obedience. Jesus Christ himself became, in the words of St. Paul that we have in the second reading today, obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Again, for you and for me. That was the cup he was asked to drink, and he accepted that cup. There's also the cup of humility. In the collect, or the opening prayer for Mass today, we say that Jesus is an example of humility for the human race to follow. Humility, not being or thinking less of ourself, but thinking of ourself less often, remembering and desiring to live life according to our true size. And we look to the the example of Jesus for how to accept the cup of humility that is offered to us. The cup of consolation. Isaiah tells us in the first reading, the Lord has given me the tongue of a teacher so that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Many of us, many of our contemporaries, are experiencing a certain degree of weariness. That's okay. We come before the Lord just as we are, and we receive the word of consolation and encouragement from the cup that he is offering to us, knowing that we need it. We need to drink from this particular cup to be encouraged to persevere and carry on one day at a time, staying close to the Lord. The cup of surrender. Going back again to the reading we have from the prophet Isaiah, the Lord has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward or turn my back to him, but I kept on saying, Lord, what would you have me do? Lord, I surrender my plans to yours. Lord, give me your power, the grace to carry out what you would have me do. I don't have the power, Lord. I need your power and I drink from the cup of surrender. The cup of friendship, the cup of forgiveness. In the Passion reading today from Matthew, after Judas gives Jesus the kiss of betrayal, Jesus calls Judas friend. And I think that was the Lord's attempt to bring Judas to a place of repentance so he could receive the forgiveness of the Lord. The Lord's always calling us 
friend. Let that word penetrate our hearts, especially any of us who feel that we have been distant from the Lord or have done something so bad the Lord could not or would not ever forgive us. He calls us friend. The wife of Pontius Pilate, interestingly enough, has a dream. And we know from Scripture that the Lord uses dreams to communicate with his people, with us. She has a dream, and she warns her husband, Pontius Pilate, don't have anything to do with this innocent man. And I just wonder if this dream that she had was the Lord's way of trying to communicate with her, and by extension her husband, to give them an opportunity. To give them an opportunity to act differently, to understand and appreciate who this Jesus is that was standing before them. How history could have been completely different if Pontius Pilate and his wife had responded differently to this way of communicating that the Lord was sending to them. Then there is Barabbas. Gospel says that Pontius Pilate released Barabbas for them. And I just wonder, like, what was Barabbas thinking? Did Barabbas come to the realization that, you know, God is a God of second chances? How did Barabbas live the rest of his life? He was offered the cup of friendship, the cup of forgiveness, the cup of a second chance. Did he drink from it? I don't know. Three other groups of people were offered the cup of friendship and drank from it. The centurion, who, after Jesus died, said, truly this man was God's son. The group of women who stayed faithful to the Lord, right to the very end. And Joseph of Arimathea, who asked for the body of Jesus and buried Jesus in his own new tomb. We ourselves are offered the cup of the Lord's friendship, the cup of forgiveness. And in the prayer over the gifts at Mass for this Palm Sunday, the priest will say, Lord, may we feel already the effects of your mercy. I want to know, Lord, the healing power and transformation and change that comes about by accepting the cup of forgiveness, the cup of friendship, and drinking from that cup, Lord Jesus. Truly amazing. But instead, we are tempted to drink from other cups. What are some of these other cups that we can instead drink from instead of the ones that are offered to us by the Lord? There is the cup of selfishness. What does Judas say to the chief priests? How much will you give me if I betray him to you? And Archbishop Fulton Sheen said that everything wrong in the world begins with give me. The cup of denial. The Lord says that one of you will betray me. The gospel says they all became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after another, surely not I, Lord. And Judas said, surely not I, Rabbi. Peter his false sense of bravado says, O oh Lord, even though they all become deserters, I will never desert you. But yet, a few verses later, in Matthew's Gospel, it says they all deserted him and fled. 
Three times Peter would deny even knowing Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. And then two other times he says, I do not know the man. Pontius Pilate, drinking from the cup of denial, he says, I am innocent of this man's blood. The cup of anxiety, the cup of fear. When Jesus was born, the gospel says that all of Jerusalem was in a turmoil. Same when he enters into Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday. The whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? Drinking from the cup of anxiety and fear. Will I today, by God's grace, I need God's grace. I cannot overcome myself. I can't make myself a saint. I need God's grace. Will I accept the cup that Jesus is offering to me? Will I put down the cup that the world offers to me and repent of the way that I accepted and drank from the cups of the world in the past? The cups of the world, the cup of gossip, the cup of jealousy, the cup of disordered ambition, the cup of greed, the cup of lust, the cup of selfishness, the cup of a blaming attitude, the cup of a critical spirit, the cup, the cup of victimhood, the cup of entitlement, the cup of deceit, the cup of chaos, the cup of the poor me's, the cup of disordered distractions, the cup of always wanting to run away. The common denominator in all these cups that the world is offering to us, and unfortunately we succumb and accept, is avoidance. Avoidance of suffering based on a disordered self-reliance. I think I'm God and I drink from these cups and I encounter and have an out-of-body experience as it were. But because I have a spiritual illness, I need to have a spiritual solution. Suffering enters into our lives in a way in which we don't always understand. But do I see suffering as a way, as a pathway for me to grow and to become even more in union with the Lord. That he's inviting me to share in his life, ministry, and mission for the redemption of the world. The Lord is no doubt at work. And in my encounters with people in different circumstances and ministry settings, he, he, is, he is calling us, calling us all back to himself. And the Lord will, because of his love for us, awaken us through our own cock-crow moments. Peter denies knowing Jesus three times, and he hears the cock-crow, and he remembers the prophecy that Jesus said to him, you will deny me three times before the cock crows. And he hears that cock crow. And he's moved to forgiveness. He's moved by the, the passion that is stirred up in his heart 
to repent. Peter was moved. Well, I allow the Lord to move me to a place of, of sorrow for accepting and drinking from the cups of the world. The Lord says to his disciples, remain here and keep watch with me. When he returned he, to his disciples, he found them instead asleep. Am I asleep to the most important work that the Lord is doing in my life? Offer me his cup, the cup of forgiveness, the cup of cooperation, the cup of, of freedom, the cup of serenity, the cup of holiness. Will I accept his cup and wake up to the reality of what he is doing in my life? None of us wants to be unpopular, but it happens. It happens when we strive to follow Jesus. It's hard. It's hard to turn dust into diamonds, to go back to what I was speaking about in earlier sessions in this season of Lent. But it's hard also to be a Christian, especially if it's easy. To accept the cup of the world is to look for the softer, easier way. But there is no softer, easier way. The way to union with Jesus is through the cross. The way to growing in holiness is through the cross. But yet, why? Why is it so hard to, to accept and drink the cup offered to us by Jesus? Why is it so easy to accept the, the cup that the world offers to us? Well, the Lord gives us the clue to that answer. Stay awake. Again, this is, he's in the garden with his disciples. Stay awake and pray that you may not come into temptation, for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The mother of James and John, who, by the way, stayed faithful, she is mentioned in the small band of women who were there to the very end, with Jesus, she asks uh, for places of honor. This is an earlier experience that Jesus had with her in the Gospels. He, she asks for places of honor for her two sons, James and John. To which Jesus turns and asks them, are you willing to drink the cup that I must drink? They say, yes, we are. And he says, okay, you will indeed drink my cup which is the prophecy that Jesus had, that they both would suffer. They both would suffer in union with him for the sake of the gospel and the advancement of the kingdom of God. This Holy Week that would begin today, let us pray particularly for the grace to put down the cups that the world is offering to us. And in making our examination of conscience, seeing the ways that we have accepted them and drank from them, we want to repent of all that. And instead, we pray for and receive the grace that the Lord offers to us, the spirit that he is offering to us to accept the cup that he offers to us. What is that particular cup that the Lord is offering to you and to me right now. 
Is it the cup of forgiveness? It is, the, is it the cup of cooperation? Is it the cup of friendship? Is it the cup of serenity? What particular cup do we feel the Lord is offering to us? And will I say, Lord Jesus, I want to drink from that cup today. And I put aside, put away, put down, throw out the cups that the world is offering to me so I can drink your cup, Jesus. I'm going to end today in a different way. I'm going to pray the uh, blessing for each of us that is the solemn blessing for Palm Sunday. It's a threefold. So at the end of each of the invocations, I invite you to join me and we'll give uh, the Lord our Amen. So let us pray. May God, the Father of mercies, who has given you an example of love in the passion of his only begotten Son, grant that by serving God and your neighbor, you may lay hold of the wondrous gift of his blessing. Amen. So that you may receive the reward of everlasting life from him, through whose earthly death you believe that you escape eternal death. Amen. And by following the example of his self-abasement, may you possess a share in his resurrection. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Okay, my dear friends, God bless the rest of your day. You know, stay caffeinated. Remember, when we're powerless, that's when we're strong, and victory is indeed gained through surrender. Bye-bye.